Big stories, big guests, the big picture. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge. Weekdays 1230 to 3, 770 CHQR. All right, seven days, folks, seven days. That is it, one week until we go to the polls. In fact, today, advance polls are open. So voting is technically underway ahead of next Tuesday's election. It's going to be an interesting sprint to the finish. We're going to have an opportunity this week to hear from some of the leaders. I know Danielle is uh, set to chat with UCP leader Jason Kenney, I believe, on Friday. I'll double check exactly when that's uh, supposed to occur, but I can tell you for sure we are going to be joined in studio two o'clock today by the current premier, NDP leader Rachel Notley is going to join us two o'clock today. So we'll talk about why she believes uh, her party deserves another four years in office, what the final pitch she is making to voters with one week to go before election. So we'll get to that coming up at 2 o'clock today. Uh, And a lot more to get to on the program today, but I want to get to uh, not only some of the issues in this campaign. Today we have the uh, Calgary Chamber, the Edmonton Chambers uh, of Commerce teaming up to really make a push to get business-friendly policies on the agenda in this election campaign. Policies that are going to unleash Alberta's potential, ease some of the burden that's been imposed on businesses, uh, and really get Alberta back on track. And, and certainly, I think that needs to be the focus of whoever emerges victorious next Tuesday. So I want to find out a bit more about that. But of course, uh, Alberta, the province, not the only level of government the Calgary businesses need to deal with. Yesterday, Calgary City Council finally made a decision with regard to property taxes, uh, trying to get closer to some balance between residential and non-residential taxes. But as far as the Calgary Chamber sees it, uh, a missed opportunity. So joining us to talk more about both of these issues, very pleased to welcome the program here this afternoon, uh, Sandeep Lali, who is president and CEO of the Calgary Chamber, calgarychamber.com. Sandeep, thanks for joining us here this afternoon. Welcome to the program. Now, City Council finally reached uh, with regard to property taxes. I mean, they, they were trying to find ways, I, I think, of having more of a balance between residential and non-residential taxes. But what do you make of the solution they came up with? Yeah, no, they missed the mark. I, I mean, appreciate the efforts. And I know that city administration went through a lot and there were some really good, bold um, proposals, but they got to a point where businesses still we're not certain about what's going to happen they didn't address the long-term solution and i'm not sure what they're waiting for why why couldn't you get to a solution that provides businesses with some certainty on this issue well, when you say certainty explain what it is that that you were hoping to see yeah we were hoping to see that you know the mill rate moved and then the ratio moved to a three to one and in a hybrid solution right so we're going to do we're going to move the rate down slowly to get it more equitable between non-residential accounts and residential accounts. We're going to look at other options of, you know, looking at efficiencies with the operations of the city. We're going to look at potentially selling some land. We're going to look at, you know, there's multiple things that we proposed. And I know even in the options that were proposed over the last few months, there were these multiple approaches, you know, hybrid approaches to get there. We didn't get there. And so what we're looking for as a business is to say, what's my cost structure and why is property tax an outlier? So if I'm going to price a product to my customer, I've built in a cost structure. And now my outlier is property tax. 
that's the kind of certainty that businesses are missing. Now, the mayor says uh, that, that the city is going to get to a, a 50-50 ratio, 50% on the residential, 50% on non-residential, but it's going to take longer to get there. Um, I mean, what kind of a, a pace is reasonable for, for getting that balance? Yeah, that, I mean, there's 14,000 non-residential accounts. And as of yesterday's decision, they make up still 53% of the property tax burden, right? And so the pace is, you know, what we were asking for was within this council sitting. So this council changes uh, in 2021, the fall. And so let's let's lock that in. Like you, you guys needed to have conviction and show leadership that you do listen to business and you want it to be equitable because at the end of the day, good businesses create good communities. Like, and so they, they miss the boat, and that that's and it should, and they can definitely have gotten there with a hybrid approach within that time frame. It's not moving too fast. So, where does that leave Calgary businesses now going forward? Yeah. So you know what? Like, we will business owners. Having been a business owner, I can tell you, like, where you look at it and you go. Is my customer base there? Am I going to be able to cover this? How should I, if I'm a business that's been in business for, say, a number of years and I don't have a succession plan, or I'm looking and going, you know what, it's not worth the squeeze. You're going to see businesses shut down, shrink. You're going to see businesses, you know, potentially like the price to the customer is going to go up because they're going to want to cover their costs. Those kinds of things are going to happen. One of the other ones that we keep hearing is about these downtown vacancies. People are not wanting to move in. Like you can have let low op costs, we'll cover, you know, we'll cover that, we'll do that. But there's no certainty on property tax. So when I lease space and the prop, I have to pay my property tax bill, I don't know what that is for 2021 or 2020, you know, like, mm-hmm. so why would I sign a lease? That's what we're hearing as well. Let's talk about the release today. Uh, the Calgary Chamber, the Edmonton Chamber, uh, teaming up to try to you know drive the agenda a little bit in, in this Alberta election campaign by focusing on policies or or at least getting rid of policies that are getting in the way of of growing the economy, both in both major cities, obviously in, in the province as a whole. What was the impetus for this today? Do you feel as though maybe there's been a lack of conversation about these issues? Yeah, absolutely. You know what, like us. Uh, teaming up with the uh, Edmonton Chamber is all about making sure that as voters, we stay focused on policy, not politics. And so we wanted to release this today just as a, hey, remember, good business policy breeds good social policy. So if we don't have business policy that pulls an economy forward, we're not going to get to do these things. And so what we wanted to, to really remind people was, we have gotten to hear, yes, there's macro market conditions, but also we've not had good policy, uh, business-friendly forward policies from governments, successive governments, for that matter, to move things forward. And that, that's why we wanted to put this out, because we are eroding investor confidence, we're eroding our competitiveness, and we're not able to get to market. Right. So what are the kinds of policies we're talking about then? Yeah, so the one that everybody really talks about right now is about market access, right? Yeah. And so and so in that one, it's like 
business had said 15 years ago, we're going to run into constraint issues, proposed projects, did this, all that, right? And we never got those across the line where government felt like, no, 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 we, we know better or we know that, you know, that's not quite right. We should do it this way. It's like, yes, but business is the one, the decision maker that's willing to take the risk and now you're getting in the way of that. So that that one is one that we talk a lot about is that these policies, they lead to, you know, dead end sort of scenarios for businesses. And then there's a few others that have been that whole layering cost piece of it, right? And so, and adding that again, just building into the cost structure of a company, you're adding in costs around um, the new labor code or corporate tax changes, those kinds of things that you're just layering those on top of a declining market. And so how do I actually have a profitable business that contributes to my community? Right. Yeah, this talks as well about, you know, intervention and, and where perhaps maybe we've seen a little too much intervention to the point where it starts to create obstacles. Talk about the importance then of uh, of resisting that temptation to intervene in the market, having government kind of stay out of the way. Yeah, you know, like, and so bad government policy got us here. Bad government policy is not going to get us out of here. So commerce works best when it's in a free commerce environment. And you've seen those ripple effects, even with things like curtailment and others intervention is like, it didn't do what it was supposed to do. Yeah, it, maybe it worked for a little bit and then there was this blip, but free market is the best way for businesses to move forward because there's equal competition, there's strategic decisions, there's market share, there's market capture. Putting in government policy to restrict what I can do and how I fill up at market and how much I produce, that has an intended impact on that market that that conditions in which i operate so that's why we want to make sure that market intervention or government policy actually is set it's certain and then that operating model applies into my business and i can go do what i'm doing so if i'm producing then curtailment doesn't help me it now tells me that i have to scale down i have to be inefficient in operation or if it says okay i'm going to give you um you know, a runway here, and then I'm going to take it off because the differential is too high. None of that certainty is provided. Well, yeah, I mean, it's the same issue we're talking about in the city where, you know, there, there's concern about certainty. There's also concern about increasing cost on business. And it's the same thing we're, we're dealing with the provincial level, aren't we, in terms of corporate taxes, regulations, red tape. There, there's there's a lot of that burden coming from, from the provincial side of things, too. Yeah, well, federal Provincial and municipal, like yesterday, was an epic uh, hit to business by not addressing that property tax issue. That is exact example of what these other other levels of government do to impede growth of an economy. Not providing businesses certainty means investors don't invest, companies don't grow, we don't create jobs, and we that that those are lessons learned from years past, right? That hasn't changed. So I don't understand why we think we can legislate our way to prosperity. We can't. That doesn't work. It has to work in balance with good business policy, breeding good social policy. 
Yeah, indeed. All right, much more at uh, calgarychamber.com. Sandy, thanks so much for joining us here this afternoon. Really appreciate it. No worries. Thanks for the conversation. All right, that is Sandy Blali, President and CEO of the Calgary Chamber. So their thoughts maybe on uh, some of what needs to be talked about during this election campaign, certainly some points to raise uh, later on this afternoon when we uh, have a conversation with NDP leader Rachel Notley. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge, starting at 1230 on News Talk 770 Calgary.